Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to another Fragments of Silicon Review. This week, we're tackling uh, Seum, Speedrunners from Hell. Uh, so, starting out, I'm not exactly what the like the acronym and the actual title have to do with one another. I mean, I, I don't know how you get Seum from Speedrunners from Hell. Yeah, hmm. I think it's... it. Well, they pronounce it kind of like the last part of Colosseum, so... I don't know if it's a reference to that or what. It could be, but, you know, I, I don't see it in the actual letters of the title. Right. Is more my meaning. Well, part of that, I'm sure, is that they wanted something that would look good in the Doom font and the Doom style. Yeah, but, and once again, they don't pronounce it like an actual rhyming of Doom. Not uh, exactly, yeah. Uh, uh, you, you know, I don't know. It's like, mysteries of the title aside... Uh, so the game itself is a first-person platformer, and and like the title would note, you are a speedrunner, and though you're not from hell, you're going into hell, because the devil stole your beer. That's yeah, yeah. apparently the, going to... Uh, I was going to yeah, say, because apparently going to the, the grocery store. Hold on. Um, petty fan, you go, then go. I was going to say, because apparently going to the grocery store is too much work. It's better to just follow the devil to hell. But that wouldn't be your beer. Yeah. Then again, yeah, it's, the, it's the, like... The intro cinematic is very basic. It's, uh... Yeah. It, you it's are a redneck-type person. Uh, or, like, a guy who likes to sit back and drink beer while you're doing a thing. Uh... Someone delivers a demonic record to your door and you play it and it summons the devil and he steals your beer and runs off and cuts your arm off, but then you throw the record at him and cut off his hand. So now you're going and you have the devil's hand. Yeah, Clearly it's a richly nuanced work worthy of Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> uh, it, it's what you call an excuse block. It, you know, it, it, I won't say it doesn't matter, but... It, it's literally just the framework of, of which the game is surrounding itself with. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and, you know, it also plays into the heavy metal aesthetic that, uh, you know, was such a showcase in Doom. You know, mm-hmm. uh, although I suppose that's odd because, well, the game that, the game series this more resembles um, from a mechanical standpoint is the Quake series. Because you, you couldn't jump in Doom. No. 
Not Doom 1, yeah, not until they got into actual 3D stuff. That would be Doom 3. No, Doom, yeah. Doom 2 was basically Doom the Expansion Pack. So, right. Uh, like I said, it, it kind of helps that I played Quake um, around the time of the, the uh, 20th anniversary. So it definitely, I will say, it definitely nailed the, uh, you know, the mechanics of mid-90s um, FPSs. No, mm-hmm. it's just the difference here is while you can shoot, you can shoot fireballs, that's used for, I hesitate to say puzzle solving because it's not really a puzzle. Like, there are no puzzling elements. It's more uh, you uh, use it to overcome obstacles. Like Yeah, you use it to mostly, like, activate switches or break thin barriers or you yeah. get alt fires sometimes that do interesting things. Yeah, I'd say the alt-fire mechanics, the biggest difference between um, levels, because, you know, like in the first set, you get um, the anti-grav. In the second set, you get uh, the teleport fireballs. Um, yeah. Later on, the anti- get, and later on, you get a time-stopping power. Like, uh, you know... Yeah, the anti-gravity is... Uh do these things by right-clicking, and basically it's you fall upwards as long as you hold the right-click. Yeah. The teleport fireball is a fireball with pretty much the same arc as your normal fireball, um, mm-hmm. but you teleport to the point of the fireball either when it hits a thing, or when you right-click again, you can teleport to where it is immediately. Yeah, I will say that the gimmicks do lead to the more creative levels from my, mm-hmm. what, I, what I experienced uh, full disclosure, I only played about 21 levels um, because um, I, while I thought this was a good game, I don't like it. Like, I don't like uh, I don't like first-person jumping. I've mentioned this in other reviews. But, like that, that was like the worst part of first-person shooters from back in the day. The fucking jumping puzzles. Now, I was fine with that shit being left in the past, but, you know, somebody, you know, um, Pine Studio thought this was the way to go. All right, more power to them. I I just, you know, I will not like, I will never like first-person jumping games. Well, I imagine the the idea from the game probably came to some extent from trying to speedrun Quake. uh, I, I would agree to that. I don't know. Uh, we don't have the devs slated for interviews, so I don't know what their intentions were. We can only speculate. Um, but yeah, so it's it's the, that's kind of what kind of game it is, and um, yeah, and it's also there, there are creative bits, and yeah, it's this is this is a game that's based on a kind of game that I never had any significant amount of experience with. So yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat as Adam. I well, think it, that it's objectively pretty good, but. I'm terrible at it, and it doesn't appeal to me very much. It's not that I'm terrible at it. It's just I never liked these mechanics. Yeah, not, Adam's not, not terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I not meant that, that I, I don't like it. Yeah. It, but, yeah. It's, uh, I don't like first-person jumping, and I don't like speedrunning. I've never, like, never liked speedrunning because, you know, I don't like the time pressure. Now, I can do it, but I'm like, it's not my cup of tea. Like, this is, uh, and don't like, get me wrong, there is pressure, uh, because you have to complete the game 
complete each stage pretty quickly or you just get not fast enough and you have to try again. Right. Yeah, let's clarify something. You know, the the speed running, you have leaderboards as you would expect and, you know, one of your goals would be to, like, get an all-time, what they call an Uber score. Like, or, you know, you know, get better than the other guy's score as as his style of leaderboard games. But you have to complete the game. Uh, you have to complete, uh, complete each level within a certain car time or else you don't advance. Mm-hmm. Now, That's game, one thing I'm not happy about. If they got rid of that, this game would be a whole lot better. Uh, I'm like, then again, I can see why they did that because, you know, speedrunning is literally the point of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, that and you can, there, there's a one button, restart the level if you've messed up. Yeah. And there are in every level where if you collect enough of them, you unlock six, you unlock secret stages. Right. Um, if you get those things, you can then restart the level because obviously you will probably not have done it in time. Yeah, you, you got the hidden beers and you need to collect eight of those per um, floor in order to secret level. Now, the game has about 90 regular levels, and I think about 14 hidden levels for a grand total of, like, 114 levels. I might be mistaken about the final level count, but that's about what you're getting. It's like, and, yeah, the game in terms of, like, content is pretty short, but that's not the point of this. I'm like, um, the point, another reason why I don't, particularly like this uh, this kind of uh, game is the repetition this game is all you know this style of gaming is all about repetition it's learning the level inside and out it's learning the mechanics of the game it's learning um like not just the best straightforward route it's also learning can you bank off this ledge and jump uh you know cut like yeah, can you make that jump you don't think you could make? Can you jump over that barrier instead of trying to go around it? Right. You know, it's any way to shave your time off. And, mm-hmm. you know, and that's baked into the gameplay, basically. Now, uh, so, you know... Yeah, I was initially expecting this to be more like a shooting game with speed as a secondary thing, but no, literally you are trying to run. Yeah, fast, and, and the levels never are really much to shoot at aside from switches. Yeah, and the little and uh, the levels are really short. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen a level with a par time of over a minute. I'm like the, uh, those would probably be the boss levels. Like um, each uh, each end, like each ending level to a floor is. Yeah, each floor each floor has ten stages normally. I think. Yeah. And the tenth stage is a boss stage, or the eleventh stage is a boss stage. Where they, I guess, introduce a harder challenge. Like the first one is um, dealing with a set of three flames flying out. I can't remember what the second one was. I actually really liked the first boss stage. It was kind of clever. You had to do mm-hmm. careful jump timing. Uh, there's a switch you have to hit, and then you have to again do careful jump timing while you're not facing in that direction, unless you walk backwards. Yeah, I, which you can do. Right. I think the uh, like the only real problem I had as a game, you know, that wasn't personal preference was um, kind of the sticky physics of uh, of uh, some of the objects, namely the hoops. For- yeah. Oh yeah, the hoops you have to fly through with anti gravity. 
Uh, it's a little harder than it should be considering how precise your character's movements are with anti-gravity. It's, it's also, a little easier than it seems like it should be to get caught on the edge of the hoop when you're trying to go through it. Yeah, the problem is they treat the hoops like solid objects, and it's way too easy to get stuck on them. I had to skip the Quidditch level uh, because of it. Because yeah, I think that's the last one I got to. Yeah. And uh, I played it like 30 times and couldn't complete yeah, it's it. Yeah, like that, that, I got stuck on that one too, and it wasn't because of like real difficulty. It was because... I was getting um, caught on the hoops, and also the anti-grav controls are kind of shit. Like, like I said, you fall up while you hold the right trigger. Well, it, it, what I'm saying is holding the right trigger isn't a good idea because you'll overshoot your target. Like yeah, that was one of the things I had an issue with. Yeah, I, I'm like, you know, but I'll, I'll note, though, you know, that's kind of a minor uh Rumble in the grand scheme of things, unless it, unless your level actually focuses on the hoops. Mm-hmm. Um, the only real, uh, the only major complaint I have is it had some long load times. I think this is a Unity game, so I suspect that's where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not, uh, it's not a graphically taxing game. Right. It made my computer work a little harder than it seemed like it should have, but not terrible. Yeah, I, I think that's Unity. Because, you know, and, and this isn't a game you play for the graphical fidelity. In, in, right. In, in fact, it's the opposite. You turn your graphic settings as low as possible so you can get the best frame rate. Like, you know, speed is the name of the game here. Oh, yes, I'm mm-hmm. sure frame-perfect jumps, and especially with things like the teleport fireball, you want to be as precise as possible with. Yeah, yeah it's like you're not going to care how pretty the flames of hell look if you're, uh, if you're jittering your frame. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as uh, replayability, well, obviously that you know you've got the main um, campaign, but you've got a couple of other modes. Um, you've got like the flat-out speedrunning mode, um, and you've got endless mode, which, which I presume is you just go through every level or levels in order uh, and have a set amount of time and probably recover a little bit of time. You keep when going you a level. Like, I think you keep going until you lose. Uh, admittedly, I uh, I don't think any of us played those. Like, yeah, I didn't. Uh, okay, I'll admit that's kind of a failing on our part. So. I didn't even Sorry. notice the mode was in there, so... Uh, yeah, I didn't feel... Considering that I was stuck for a really long time on some of the really early levels because I'm terrible at WASD... Um, yeah, that's another thing. Uh, yeah, There was no controller support for this. I, I, yeah, I understand that the the kind of game it's based on is best played with Waz and a clicky thing. Mm-hmm. And honestly, for some of the shooting, could potentially be a little bit precise if you're getting if you're really good at the game. But I think that this game is actually more amenable to controller support than a lot of the kinds of games it's based off of. Yeah, especially I definitely, twin sticks. Yeah, I definitely see the concern when it comes to shooting. Because, like, with the teleport fireball, um, that's when precision's really going to come in handy. But um, for the most part, you know, analog sticks are better for controlling a character than keyboards. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, so, you know, I, I'm not saying that, the, you know, it should have been the default for um, controllers. But it, the it's been op- nice to be an option, though. Yeah, the option would have been nice. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the actual graphics and the aesthetic... Well, it's like, 
if you like the um, hellish heavy metal aesthetic of Doom, you'll like this because you know this. It's a one big homage to that, right down mm-hmm. to Seum having the um, Metallica fonts or the Megadeth fonts. Uh, it does also. It is also somewhat amusing that uh, you get taunted when you fail a level or something by the devil. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like uh, speaking of taunts, you you even have a taunt button, or mm-hmm. when you fire off a fireball. I think he does the, the devil horns as well, which is kind mm-hmm. of. I think there's a separate taunt button too. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Although ironic, it's kind of weird that you'd be throwing up the devil horns when you're kind of fighting the devil. Uh, you are using his hand though. Yeah. That is a point. I like, but I don't think it's his devil hand. Maybe it is. Uh, like, yeah, I think it is his devil hand. So yeah, it is. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah. the hand. one you shoot fireballs from. Yeah, yeah. So that actually would make sense. Uh, I'd parse that out. Um, like, the music, as you would expect, is heavy metal. I'm like, it's not particularly memorable heavy metal, but you know. It works with the game's aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, it, and again, you don't want music that's going to be distracting while you're trying to speed run. Yeah, it's like, no, it, it definitely works in the, you know, getting your adrenaline pumping, like you could exercise this kind of music uh, deal. Yeah, they're not going to, like, be playing, you know, Mozart symphonies or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Although that would be funny, just yeah. for a one-off thing. Yeah, I'm like... Yeah, that, that's the kind of thing you'd throw in one of the hidden levels. Yeah. yeah. Just fly to the Valkyrie, starts playing randomly. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, are there any other major points we need to cover? Right. Um, there's no multiplayer except for leaderboard. Yeah. Yeah. As no expect- direct multiplayer. Yeah. Like, though I'm not exactly... I guess you could do multiplayer in this. Kind of, like oh, there yeah. might have been an option for that that I didn't see. Well, well like you won't have like a two-player online race type function. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a, it's like, more if there is any type of um, multiplayer, it's more asynchronous. Yeah, it, it, where you basically pass along your time to your dude and be like, beat that. Yeah. Then again, once again, this you know this isn't an actual first-person shooter, so not have you know not having multiplayer there is. Perfectly fine. Yeah. It's like, but like a lot of speedrunners like to try and race. So, like I said, this is the kind of yeah. I'd say I kind of wish Nato was here because he would he would probably be the best to speak on this game because he not only likes mid ninety shooters, he also likes speedrunning. Like you know, this game is I. I I almost want to say tailor made for him, but you know we've seen what happens with that before. Like mm-hmm. uh, he might not necessarily have liked it. So yeah, there are some aspects. This is like it's fairly vulgar in nature that he yeah. might not be a fan of, but like the overall gameplay wise, he might enjoy. Yeah, he, I think he would know that this is a Doom tribute, I and mean, he doesn't have a problem yeah. with Doom or Quake or any of that or Duke Nukem 3D. Or serious Sam, so it's like he might not like the protagonist or the music, but I'm like that's like that's kind of what inspired Doom. Like there's a lot of documentation around the creation of Doom, 
And it's well known that they were big heavy metal fans. They were into, mm-hmm. you know, Metallica and Judas Priest and all that. And, you know, that's what this game is seeking to capture. Not just, you know, the Hellspawn portion of that, but the meta text of the of the heavy metal sets that inspired those creators. Now, it's kind of... It's surprisingly deep for a game of this nature. Um, anyway, so price. Oh, um, I suppose before we get into price, um, this game is only available on PC platform currently. Yeah. It's, a, you know, it's on the PC, Mac, and Linux. So As you might have expected from the fact that there's no option to use a controller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just... And I have no idea if a PlayStation 4 or Xbox One version is in the works. Um, so we can't factor that in. Uh, and I guess I should also add in there, this is one of those player discretion type things. Cause there's like a lot of satanic references, cursing, stuff like that. Yeah, you're sensitive to that kind of material or, you know religious type, I'd avoid this game. It might clash with your um, aesthetical values. Yeah. Yeah, it does have a not appropriate for all ages tag on it, but yeah. it's not that bad in terms of things that are not appropriate for all ages. Yeah, yeah it's like, I've, I've played I, far worse, but it's still something to make note of for some of our listeners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Oh, I, I suppose... Oh, right, another thing... Um, before we move on, um, the game has also been compared to Super Meat Boy. Um, like, is so much so it's even in, like, the press materials here. I'll tell you where the Super Meat Boy comparison comes into, and that's the flow. This is a very, uh, very fast game, very speedy, very, the less time delayed in doing things, the better. Which is why you reset right away. Yeah, yeah you, what, when you die, why you yeah, start okay, over immediately. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why the levels take a little bit longer to load, so they don't have to reload when you restart. Yeah, it's like it's all, it's keeping that, um, you know, delay-free flow. See also Hotline Miami for that Mm -hmm. kind of gameplay. Even though, like, all three of these games are very, very different in their mechanics. Right. And it's also worth noting that Seum isn't overly difficult from what I've played. You know, it's challenging, sure, but, you know, the, the true difficulty is in more getting your times down to superhuman level versus, you I'm know... I'm sure the, some of the later stages are more actually difficult, and the trailer, like, on... The trailers for the game have shown some right. pretty tricky stuff you have to pull off later on, but... Right, but my point is, it doesn't seem to go into the Super Meat Boy punishing difficulty set. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not a real asshole game. Yeah. Um, anyway. At least not anywhere near the beginning. Yeah. And by later on, you'll have practice, so you'll be better at stuff. I'm, gl- I'm really glad we don't have any obligations to actually complete any of the games we review. Or yeah. review so com- a few of them. Yeah. <laughs> so no changing your name to Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so the price of the game is $15. I'm like, is it worth it at that price? Um, that's really hard to pin down. Yeah, like, well, if you're into speed running and the aesthetic doesn't offend you, then I'd say go for it. Yeah, I'd say if, yeah. if you're into what this game is offering, um, go for it. 
Or yeah, there's a good amount of stuff here you can probably play multiple times to yeah. better yourself. The gim- the stage designs and gimmicks are interesting, although there are some stages that are very straightforward. Yeah. I'm going to say I think it's a bit overpriced at $15. Like, uh, I think the perfect price would have been $10. No. But it's not, it's nothing that you could... That, I'd say wait for a Steam sale if you're on the fence, or you know, at the very least, play the demo. You know, yeah, there is a demo available. Yeah, and you can see if this game is up your alley. But I'm like, um, you know, from a score perspective, I give it a seven. Like I said, it everything functioned really well. I just don't like um, the the gameplay style here and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm like. You know, sometimes in this business you have to play games that you um, don't like or, uh, you know, are bad. Don't I know it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, we were just talking about that the other day with Moving Souls. Uh, it's like still one of the worst games we've ever played. Maybe the worst game we've played for the uh, show to date. Mm-hmm. At least uh, the one I, uh, I played, and I played them all. Anyway, um, getting back on track here. Uh, so it's going to be a light week this uh, this time around. We only have one interview to do uh, this week because of Gamescom. Like, uh, it's the big European events. Uh, so all the people we'd be interviewing on Tuesday are otherwise occupied. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why I had to delay the interview for next week's game Meridian Squad 22 um, to next week because, you know, Gamescom. Or is it Gamescom? You know, whatever. We'll Uh, figure it out by Wednesday. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, um, what we're doing on Wednesday is we're interviewing Game Jolts. So this is going to be an interesting one because, once again, it's out of our usual developer wheelhouse. It's just... Um, we have nobody here who's a particular expert in distribution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Game Jolt is a distribution platform. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, itch.io, itch.io or um, Armor Games. It's a place where budding young developers can put their games on, on, online with um, relative ease compared to um, GOG or Humble or Steam. No. Uh, Excuse me. Yeah. Um, hell, Naka has his game up on Game Jolt. Um, among other like uh, among other platforms, right? And also, Game Jolt has this weird um, location thing going on here. Uh, they, I'm like, I'm not exactly sure why they do it, but I mean, they mentioned in an email that like every month or a couple of months, they switched the location of their uh, base of operations. Like, when I was setting up the interview, they were in Portugal. I think they're in uh, Japan right now. As long as they're not trying to dodge anything, uh, that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, I'm like, it might have been Hong Kong, but uh, it it was definitely East Asia. I do remember that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And um, we should have an episode of MSP this week. We've gotten, you know, no notifications of cancellation, but as always, you know, it's kind of knock on wood. And that's the schedule in the week ahead, so 
until next time, I wish you good gaming. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.